Welcome to the Birthplace Studio series on the 2024 Spalding Hoopal Classic. Each edition of the podcast will feature game recaps, interviews, featured stories, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of this series. I'm Olivia Gentry here with Jalen Dobbin, and we're going to be walking you through Hoopal Classic Day One. Now, Jay, what were your thoughts on Day One? I thought today was a very good start to our little weekend series here. Like, we got to see some really good competition take the floor today. At the end, there was like some really close games. It got very physical, like literally playing to the last second. Yeah, absolutely. I think throughout the day, I think the game, the games progressively got better. Um, not in the sense of like play or anything like that. Just like more energy. Mm-hmm. Teams were like competing a little bit more, and I don't know if that's just because like early morning, like whatever, right. like midday blues, whatever it is. But it, it was a, a truly a, a fight to the end there. But. So we're going to recap our games here, starting off with our 3 p.m. game. Uh, we had Pioneer Valley Regional High School versus Hoosack Valley. Both teams um, local, so nice and close. Both teams in Massachusetts. Um, final score there was 68-53 um, in favor of Pioneer Valley. Um, hard-fought game as well. Uh, we had at 4.30 p.m., we had um, Millsbury versus Wareham. Uh, in favor of Wareham, score 51-43 there. And, Jalen, you want to say the rest? Of course. So at 6 p.m., we had Windsor, Connecticut versus Worcester North, and they finished out 86-69 in favor of Worcester. At 7.30, we had Pope Francis against Northwest Catholic. Northwest Catholic securing that one with a 74-50 victory. And at 9 p.m., we had Springfield Central against Putnam Vocational, which was a tight game up until the last seconds, and Putnam won that with 77-75. Yeah, a lot of great basketball today. Um, I mean, I expected nothing less coming into this first day of Hoop Hall. They always want to start out strong, and I think we ended this night incredibly strong with mm-hmm. that Springfield Central um, Putnam Vocational game. Um, saw a lot of great players do a lot of great things, and um, it's just an exciting thing to see. Um, and it's especially exciting on like the other end, like with the media, like our, yes. our, our end of the deal. Um, it was basically just filled with a lot of good content opportunities for us, especially for Springfield College Media, um, you know, especially in the interviews throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, one particular interview that was interesting was Braden Shea's interview on a father-son pair. Um, so Pioneer Valley's head coach, um, who is extremely decorated, uh, Scott Thayer, coaches his son, Braden Thayer, um, on the Pioneer Valley's team, um, who ended up winning today. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) always a great day for a coach when you take a win. Right. Um, And especially great when your own son, you know, scores 29 points in that game. So Mm -hmm. I think we kind of saw him show up and show out uh, tonight. You know, I don't know if it definitely probably not for his dad, but it might be considering that, you know, Thayer actually talked about how his dad was his role model on and off the court. Growing up, I always looked up to him. I mean, pretty much he's my idol when it comes to not just basketball, just life. And uh, no, it'd be a great experience. I mean, that's a goal of mine to do it with him, especially because I mean, he's my dad. I mean, he's my coach too, but yeah, Absolutely. it'd be amazing. This interview clip was contributed by Braden Shea via the Springfield student. So, Jay, like we've talked about before, Lots of great basketball today. Yes, um, indeed. You know, plenty of good opportunities for us to talk about, plenty of things for us to talk about. Um, you know, I think I'm going to start with the fourth game today, which was the Pope Francis versus the Northwest Catholic game. Mm-hmm. Northwest Catholic actually being just a bit out of region, considering they're in Connecticut. Um, 
But, you know, we had Ryan Vitavelli, who was a Super 7. We had his brother Cam Vitavelli, who was a former Super 7. So we had these teams come in today, especially Pope Francis coming in with the Western Mass Class A Championship um, coming out of here. So they really came in today on top and, you know, they got an upset. So right. <laughs> it was definitely a great day to be a, a, a North, Northwest Catholic student. <laughs> For sure. You could definitely see the change in the arena as soon as these teams like started competing against each other. The stands just erupted with so much noise. We had fans in there bouncing off the walls. Just the whole entire atmosphere changed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, during that Pope Francis versus Northwest Catholic game, the first half of the game was pretty slow. I mean, mm -hmm. shots weren't really falling. It was a pretty uh, low, low scoring half. Um, yeah, it was a pretty low scoring half. We had 33 to 28 uh, with Northwest Catholic actually being up. So they went into the half um, with the lead, which I personally think is, is something that definitely benefits a team. I think mm -hmm. when you know you're coming in, your mentality coming out is I'm going to come back stronger. And I, you know, it's what they did. A hundred percent. But yeah, definitely some standout players there with Braden Thayer. Um, he shots again really didn't fall in the first half but he plays extremely hard like he is always trying to get a shot open um he takes a ton of shots like i probably could bet he <laughs> took around like 80 to 100 shots right. during this game you know it's definitely probably exaggerated but again just a, a phenomenal athlete as well he's super quick mm -hmm. moves to the ball is really good at like reading passes in that sense um good at anticipating you know where and when things are going to go so just a really great overall player as well 100%. He was definitely bleeding on that court for his team, putting his body on the line. You saw him hustling out there. There wasn't a moment where he stopped. Oh, yeah. And when he came uh, in for the uh, post-game interview, uh, he was, like, like red-faced. You could tell that he was, like, tired. Like, <laughs> he was, like, he had left left it on the line. But I, I love to see that. I right. love to see players just leave it all on the floor, especially when you get the chance to play mm -hmm. at such an event as exactly. the Hoopal Classic. In the birthplace. Yeah, in the birthplace. Like, I think it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Right. Um, but, yeah, if we move into game five here. Yes. The This game <laughs> was – so I, I'm from out of region, obviously, but I was not expecting to see this high level of a basketball game. Right. The, the first day. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I guess it is the Hoopaw Classic, and they're not messing around when it comes to, to people they're going to put on the floor. Right. So. I, yeah, what are, what are your thoughts? In my couple of years here, I've been able to see, like, about two or three good hoop halls. And Springfield Central and Putnam definitely bring it every time, <laughs> yeah. every time without fail. And today was no less from them on that one. It was a close game from start to finish. Putnam started off a little bit, then Springfield came back. Springfield had the lead for a little bit, and then Putnam came back again. And I think what really helped Putnam – was they had a player, Andrew Mabry, who scored over 1,000 tonight and with 30 points, mind you. Yeah, he dropped that 30. No he easy feet. He, he dropped, like, not a quiet 30 because like, he made himself known. Right. But From jump, he had a yes. layup, steal for another and one opportunity. Yes. He was came out <laughs> off jump ready yeah. to get his 1,000 points tonight, yeah. and you could see that through their whole game tonight and just – the vibe in that arena, even from the Pope Francis and Northwest, it just kicked up even more. Oh. He had his family in there with fat heads, big posters, <laughs> yes, yes. big clackers for him. People were like, we had the cheerleaders in there yeah. stomping and shaking oh, on yes. both sides. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite part of any Love basketball game are it. the cheerleaders giving them like those right. three clackers. Oh, 
It was so all good. that extra energy in the gym. There, like, you could see it. It was a hard fought battle between both teams tonight. A couple lead changes. It was it was a gritty game yeah. to watch. It was gritty, and you know we talk about being electrifying, but what it was was good basketball. Mm-hmm. And what I actually appreciate, and I mean this is just my personal opinion, especially like in high school. My dad was a high school coach, so mm-hmm. like I can kind of see, and I've been to a lot of high school basketball games, but you kind of see this like shift and like they're letting kids play now. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes For sure. I understand like it can be physical. It can be dense. And I understand this is a very, you know, opinion right. <laughs> about yeah. this, but I really enjoy that, you know, the refs now are just letting these kids play and we're not doing like ticky tacky mm-hmm. stuff and they're letting them be f- a little bit physical. Like right. it's basketball, like basketball is a physical sport. 100%. Like it is what they it is. They should bring that to the college level. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, ooh, just a little bit. Real quick. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, we did see some great basketball and I think what a lot of it was too, was just pure athleticism from these, from these young boys boys. (laughs) Yeah, from these young boys. And like, I think I had to catch myself sometimes. I'm like, God, these, these guys are like, what, what are you a freshman? 15. So 15 to 18. Right. Some of them probably not even 18. Like that kind of athleticism coming from that young of a player and some of the plays that these, these guys were making from both Putnam and from, uh, central, like these finishes are just crazy. They, sometimes you don't even see it at the off college balance, level. Like, off balance. Like, I don't know if it's those young spry knees right. or like they ain't around the block. It like, right. Just these spring chickens. They just, they know <laughs> no rest. They just keep going. Yes. And most, some of them on each team, there's about two or three players that just did not get subs. And they're no. just going through these games, like just on 10. No. All gas, no breaks. Yeah. Quite literally, Dogs. literally running each other over yeah. on the floor, a whole bunch of jump balls. Yeah. Like people had to go and wipe the floors multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just never ending. Yeah. Like all loose ball plays, like the little fouls that they did call were like legit good fouls to be called. But yeah. everybody was physical. Like there was no lacks on rebounding. Everybody was crashing the boards. You had a couple and one opportunities. We had a four point play opportunity yeah. with the foul and the three, yeah. which is crazy. You don't see a lot of those. Yeah, you really don't. But, I mean, their head coach, uh, Bill Watson, truly, he's incredible. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you pointed out, like, you were like, he's able to make these quick changes. Right. I mean, obviously quick. But, like, he's just able to identify them so quick and make Mm -hmm. these changes. And how impactful they are Mm -hmm. really shows how much these players have bought into this coach and whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever, you know what else was really cool, too, is (laughs) he's really intense, too, which I love. But he also, Mm -hmm. like, keeps his players in check, too. Exactly. Anytime they want to, like, argue or chirp, yeah. He says, no, that's my job. Absolutely not. Start yelling at him. And I appreciate it as a coach because you're like, this ain't about why are we chirping? Play Mm -hmm. some basketball. As a player, you definitely forget sometimes. You want to, you know, chip off a little bit, get upset at the refs for not calling your way however you feel but like props to him on getting on his players for staying in line on that and you could also see like other players as well getting in there and saying like calm down or whatever those who really really buy into the process and just know how to check their teammates and keep them in line for the betterment of their team yeah oh yeah for sure and again like these players i think what was it uh number 15 Dante, he didn't come out at At, all no at all he literally got like a, a, a a a calf cramp and was like, all right, I'm going to go get, drink some two, water. Like a two-second break. He was. Didn't shoot his free throws. Went out, out. Drank some water. Stretched. Came right back he in. He came right back in. And, like, he was still, like, kind of limping. But he was still making plays. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that kind of thing is is truly great. And we're all sitting there like, why is he playing? Right. <laughs> like, like, I don't even think he got, him. like, uh, most, like, valuable player or anything. But he definitely deserves it. He was working on both ends of the court. Guarding number four at times. Who had 30 points on 
Putnam Vocational. Like, he put in that work. Yeah. Like, you could see it, like, nonstop. He trusts his team. He was, like, passing up his good shots for the great shot with his other teammates. He was just doing the dirty work, getting rebounds, making smart plays. Oh, for sure. And I think I think he might have gotten most outstanding he player did? for his team. Okay. I think so. I, I, I'd have to double-check that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was truly amazing. And um, also watching the defense on this game, too, I think was something that was really and truly special. Mm-hmm. Like, both teams really trying to play clean defense. Not a whole lot of charges. Not a whole Mm-mm. lot of, like, block calls either, um, which was really nice to see. But I think – one of my favorite parts of this game, um, or excuse me, excuse me, it was uh, Calvin Goodbolt. Calvin Goodbolt, would mo- I think, got most outstanding player okay. of the game um, because Dante King, 15, he wasn't a starter, wasn't really a main man coming in and out of the game. But when he came in the game, he made himself known. Mm-hmm. He, he knew he was going on that court for a reason, and, and he left it all on the line with no fear. I have not seen him a high school athlete come in and play with so like with such a lack of fear in it was incredible and it was really nice to see too because he came in and he was like I might not be a starter but I'm on this floor and you're gonna know it oh a hundred percent that was just it was truly good to see it those was it was like truly good to see players that you want on your team those gritty players that you want on your side yeah. That know their role. Yeah, and it's especially crazy, uh, like, looking at this roster here, most of these players are juniors. So this entire roster is coming back next year. Yeah. Yeah, like, most of their starters coming back next year. Experienced and returners. Mm-hmm. Like, that That kind of thing is something that you like to see, and, you know, you want to see them come back, like, with a vengeance, that right. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's, like, super exciting to see. Yes, they're always a great team to watch. Oh, Absolutely. Um, but yeah, here, Jay, again, going back to these like interviews and whatever else coming, coming from like this media side of it. Cause you know, we get to sit and watch these games and you kind of like see things and whatever else. So, um, did you have any, uh, interviews that you found? Yeah, there's a nice little treat here. One of my teammates, Riley, her father was coaching, uh, this morning in the first game, the Hoosick Valley, uh, boys basketball team. And in this clip, the coach, her father, Bill Robinson, entailed some details on his um, key points to his win tonight, which also he kept a secret was his 400th win in his whole coaching career, which I feel like should be celebrated and talked about. But he made sure to share that um, Akita win was just to compete. He shared that they did not have a lot of practice time, but another major factor to their win tonight was their efficiency on the board. And, uh, but I'm going to give you a couple of things that we can, that we can do. And uh, they, they did a good job doing those couple of things that we put in and uh, one of them was just making sure we got to the, the, the glass and rebound. This team is fierce on the glass and uh, I thought we did, did more than our share on the glass today so happy about that. This interview clip was con- contributed by Caitlin Kupiak and via the Springfield student. Thanks for tuning in to episode one of our Hoopal Classic series. Join myself and Caitlin Kupiak for Friday's lineup of games.